Iruvin Daf Kofbet, the last couple of Mishnayot we were discussing about closing doors and locking uh, locks on Shabbat and what situation, how would it be mutar or asur. And the last Mishnah was discussing a uh, bolt that's used to, uh, to lock a door. If it has a knob at the end, it, it really, as it says, it's not good enough. It needs a string, uh, it, it needs to be tied to something, and Rabbi Yossi says it is allowed. And the Gemara told us that uh, the Mahluk, it goes as far as if there is a string, but it will, uh, you know, detach. The minute I touch the string, uh, according to Rabbi Ezer, it's as if it's not even there. And according to Rabbi Yossi, if it has a knob, it's still good enough. And with that, we are starting with the Mishnah on Kof Bet Amur Aleph, uh, three lines in, where it says, Neger HaNigrar, the bolt of a door that drags, that means it's tied to a string, but the problem is it's dragging on the floor. No alin bo ba mikdash. You're allowed to you're allowed to use it in the beta mikdash area. And remember, in the beta mikdash area, there is no shavut and shavut ba mikdash means there's no derabanans in the beta mikdash area. Avalo bamtina, but outside the beta mikdash area, you're not allowed because that's uh, it already becomes a sur derabanan. asur. And if it's not connected to anything, it, it, both in the beta mikdash. And outside the Beit Hamikdash, it's uh, it looks like bone, and therefore it's asur. Rabbi Uda Omer Hamunah Mutar Mikdash. Even the bolt that's not connected to a string in the Beit Hamikdash is allowed. It's only a derabanan. Bahanigrar b'mdina. And if it's dragging on the floor, you're allowed to use it outside the Beit Hamikdash area, meaning it's totally mutar. It's not asur mitarabanan. Tanur abanan. Ezo neger hanigrar. What's a neg? What's this bolt that is dragged? You can use it uh, on, in the Beit HaMikdash area, but not in the outside. If it's tied to a rope and it's hanging, and the other end of the, the bolt is reaching the ground. And Rebuda says, no, that's even mutar, even, in the Beit, even outside the Beit HaMikdash area. So what's this neger and igrad that you're allowed to use in the Beit Hamikdash area nowhere else? If it's not tied, it's not hanging. And if you pick it up, and you you're able to pick it up and put it and put it in a corner somewhere. Meaning, if it's not attached to anything. That's what Rabbi Yudah holds the Rabbanan, which is mutar in the Beit Hamikdash area, nowhere else. Amar Yudah, Amar Shmuel, halacha Rabbi Yudah benigrar. Halacha like Rabbi Yudah, if it's uh, hanging and dragging, that you're allowed to use it even outside the Beit Hamikdash area. Not considered bonana. She's quick to point out that if it's uh, totally uh, not, uh, it's not not attached with anything, then it's uh, asur because it does look like bonet. As long as it's tied to the door, if but if it's tied to uh, anywhere else, uh, let's say the side pole, the side post of the door, or it's uh, tied to the uh, to the threshold, or to the you know to the top beam anywhere else to the house, then it's uh, then it's then it's like uh, it's not connected to the door. It's not known that it's uh, a lock for the door, and then it seems like it's part of building. Sigma asks, Ini, is that true? And he saw this uh, bolt that was tied to the threshold of the door at the bottom. He didn't tell them anything. Over there, it was a very, very strong rope. And you could pretty much tell that it was a lock for the door. 
And when Rav, when Rav was saying that it needs to be tied to the door, he was talking about a very, very thin rope. He saw this person who was tying the, the I guess, this bolt uh, with a reed, which is a very, very thin uh, grass. Don't uh, lock with this. Why? Because it's as if it's not there. And, and uh, then you're not, and we're scared it's going to just uh, detach. And therefore, we're worried about the bonnet. And then you don't, don't lock the door with it. So now... Until now, we're understanding the way we lock the door is we take this bolt and we put it into the threshold on the ground, but it doesn't go too deep into the ground, it just goes through the threshold. So now, asks a question, Nikmaz Mao, let's say this uh, this uh, bolt goes deep into the ground, or it goes past the past the threshold and goes all the way deep into the ground, Mamash. Can you use that type of bolt or not? Sigma asks, Amar of Yosef, what's exactly your question? Uh, I understand. Didn't you hear what uh, we learned in the Brayta, Nishmat Asur? If uh, if the rope is detached and you're not allowed to use it, Nikmaz, and if uh, it, got, it gets pressed all the way deep down into the ground, Mutar, you're allowed to use it. If it goes all the way deep into the ground, even though it's still tied, you're still not allowed to use it because that's mamash bone according to Biuda. Ve'amar Biuda Mashmuel halachak Rabbi Yehuda ben Nikmaz that you're not allowed to use it. Ve'tamamai Amar Abaye Mishum the mechazek bone. The reason is according to Abaye because it looks mamash like your bone. It's going deep into the ground. Now Ba'amine Rav Nachumi Bar Zechaya Abaye. So now Rav Nachumi Bar Zechaya asks Abaye, you have this bolt. It's not tied to the door at all. Asalo betyad. You made a handle for this bolt. Ma, what's the halacha? Does the handle make it a keli and you're allowed to use it? Uh, it's uh, like a lock. Or it's or it looks like it's bone and it's asur. You didn't make it a keli. It's like a pestle. It's like the stick you use for grinding uh, wheat or uh, barley. Uh, it should be mutar. You made it a keli. Itmar. Rav Nehomi Barada told us. Asalo bet yad mutar. If you made a handle to this uh, this uh, this uh, this bolt, you're allowed to use it. So hahu sharita, you had a beam. They have a be rebib pedat. It was in the house of rebib pedat. They have a madul be asara. You had ten people try to pick it up. That's the way it works, right? It's very heavy. Vishadu leadasha, and the way they lock the door at night is they lean this huge beam by the door, and now it's locked. Vila amal He wouldn't tell them anything. And what's the reason? Amar Torat Keli because it's it's also meant to be used as a chair. People sit on it, therefore it's a keli, and you're allowed to use it even to lock the door with it, not mukze. Now, Sita Davat Be Mor Shemuel, there was this grinding bowl in the house of Shmuel. Davamahzakat Adriba. It would uh, be able to fit inside of it half a kur. That it's a big weight. Shara Mor Shemuel so now, Mor Shemuel allowed them to have it lean against the door at night this way to lock it. Amar Torat Keli because it's a keli, it's not mukze. You're allowed to use it even to, to lock the door. Shalah le Rami Bari Cheskel. The Rav Amram. So Rav Bari Cheskel sends the Rav Amram. Rav Amram he sends him a question. Nemalan Mor Mehalen Milem Alita de Amar Tlan Mishemed Ravasi. Tell us some of the nice halachot uh, that you learned. In the, from Avasi, in the case of Bekipe de Arba, in the arches of a bow. 
Shalah he sent to him Rav Amram sent to Rami by Chizkel Hachi Amar Rav says this is what Rav says said Haneki Feder Rabba the arches of a boat Bizman Sheish Bahen Tefah if they're as thick they're thick enough that they're Tefah uh, each one is considered an oil Inami and by Tefah if they don't have a Tefah Ve'en Ben Zeh Lazeh Shalosha but between them there isn't three Tefahim so they're considered together like a lavud sort of like imaginary they're together. What do you do? The next day you could bring a mat, put it over on top of them, and this way you could uh, cover the, the, the ship. Why? Because it's not considered making an oil, because the oil is already there, you're just adding. It's like adding to a temporary oil, and that's allowed on Shabbat. So Rav Huna had rams. In the in the during the day they needed shade. And in the night, since it's very hot, they needed uh, they needed air. So what was the minhag during the day? They put out uh, mats for them so they could have shade, and during the night they would take it off. So he came. Rav Huna came to Rav, asking him what should I do like Shabbat. So Rav told Rav Huna, "Zil keroch budia, go take off the the mat." But leave a tefah open. And the next day you could just continue it. Uh, you continue opening it. Now it's like adding to a temporary oil, and it's mutar. If you have a shade, a window shade, mutar You could put it up on Shabbat, and you could uh, take it off on Shabbat. Why? Because you're not making oil, you're making a mechitza for tzeni'ut. And if it's for tzeni'ut, it's for modesty, so people don't see, it's not called building. Building is all, making an oil is only when it's on top of you. When it's just to block people from seeing you, it's mutar. Kilat hatanim, the canopy of uh, hatanim. We've done, we've done the sugiya before Masachet Shabbat. Mutar leforka, you could take it down on Shabbat and you could put it up on, on the bed of Shabbat, not a problem. Why? Because the roof to that bed is very, very, very thin and it's not a tefah uh, wide. And since it's not a tefah, it's not really considered making a roof. All this is when the roof doesn't have a tefah, but if the Roof does have a tefah wide at the top, then it's asur, you can't uh, make it, even though it's ohel uh, arai, still not allowed to use it. Now, and again, this tefah at the top, we're on, the only time it's mutar, uh, it's we're talking about that within three tefahim height of the, the roof, of the point at the top, you don't have a tefah wide. But if uh, it widens and widens, and within three tefahim uh, down from the top of the, the roof, it's wide already a tefah, then it's a sur to put it uh, to do that on Shabbat. And again, the idea is because lavud, and uh, it's like an imaginary big uh, uh, one fat uh, ceiling, and it becomes a tefah wide. And it's, uh, it's like you made an ohel uh, that's uh, that's a sur on Shabbat. But now the Gemara adds one more thing. And again, when we're telling you you don't have a tefah within three tefahim of the roof, again, we're not only we're only saying that it's mutar ela she'en tefah. We're only saying it's mutar if it slopes less than a tefah, meaning the area at the bottom where the bed would be. 
is less than two tefahim wide. And Rashi says that we're not uh, the the canopy of the hatanim is not uh, a bed. Uh, therefore, uh, we're talking about uh, something totally else. It's just uh, maybe it's just for show, whatever it may be, maybe to, to, to be on top of them, whatever the case may be. But, but if it's wider than two tefahim at the bottom, so the slope is more than a tefah on each side, then then the sloping of these canopies is like a regular canopy and it's a problem. A felt hat. You're allowed to wear it on Shabbat. But the Brayta says, We have a Brayta that says Asur. So Gemara says, Lakashya, if there's a brim that is a tefah wide, it's considered like an oil. If it doesn't have a brim that's a tefah wide, then it's not an oil. If a person extends you know, the, the, you know, his cloak, he extends it a tefah, it also should be a sur. Obviously not. It's clothing. So the same thing with the hat. It shouldn't be a problem. No. What's the difference? When did Rav Shishat say that the felt hat is uh, is mutar? Had the when it's uh, when it fits tightly. when it's asur, it's when it's not fitting on tightly and it could fall off, and you might come to carry it for amot and reshut arabim. Rabbeinu Hananel explains this hat a little bit differently. Ayin Shab. Okay. Next Mishnah. Mahzirin sirat tahton ba'mikdash. If door came off in the Beit Hamikdash area. And uh, let's say the bottom hinge area, the bottom pivot, it fell off. You could put it back in the mikdash. It's only the rabbanan of alobim dina, not uh, outside the the beta mikdash area where rabbanan is a rabbanan. Va'alion kan vekan asur, but the bot, the top one, the top hinge, the top uh, pivot, asur both in the beta mikdash area or outside the beta mikdash because it's already a deoraita to do that. The, the the top pivot, the top hinge, is what really connects the door to the house or to the to the doorpost, and therefore, bottom one you could put back, the top you can't. No, is more lenient. He says the top one you could put back in the Beit Hamikdash. It's only the Rabbanan v'Tachtona, and the bottom hinge you could even put the door back into it. Abamdina, uh, even outside the Beit Hamikdash area, it's not even a Rabbanan. We learned the bright that Tzir, the pivot of the, the bottom pivot of the door, the bottom hinge, right? The, uh, if it's a Dele, Shida, Teva, Migdal, if it's the bottom uh, pivot or hinge of the door of a carriage, a crate, a closet, Bamikdash, Mahzirin, the Beta Mikdash area, you could put it back, it's only the Rabbanan. Bamedina, Dohakin, you're allowed to push it in. But not to fully put it back in. Va'alyon, tapon, kan vekan lo yahzir. You shouldn't be able to put it back, not in the Beit HaMikdash area, not outside. Why? Because you might come to stick it in really, really hard, knock it in very hard. And the problem is, And if you knocked it in very, very strong, you're hayav hatat. And the idea is because you're makeh bepatish. That's uh, your fire finishing off a, uh, any, whenever you finish off any utensil, it's makeh bepatish. But if it's the pivot or the hinge of a hole in the ground or a man-made hole on top of ground or of an annex or something connected, don't put it back in. And if you put it back in, you're hayav hatat. Because they're connected to the ground, it's like a bonet. Now the next Mishnah, again, we're discussing things that are the Rabbanan that would be mutar in the Beit HaMikdash area. A Kohen who has a... 
cut or a blemish on one of his hands and he put a bandage on it, he has to take it off so it's not going to block from doing any of the korbanot or any of the services in the Beit HaMikdash. There can't be a hatitza, a blockage between your hand and whatever you're holding. So you put on it, you take off the bandage. Now, you want to put on the bandage again. You could put the bandage back on uh, Shabbat in the Beit HaMikdash area. You can't re-put on the bandage outside the Beit HaMikdash area. We're always, again, remember we discussed uh, this in Masechet Shabbat. Where putting, uh, make, uh, putting, uh, taking medicine on Shabbat is a sort because you might come to grind and a bandage. We're worried you're going to put uh, some sort of cream or ointment over there and smear it on Shabbat. It's memahik. And the Mishnah ends, Ve'im batechila, and if it's to put on a bandage to begin with on Shabbat, kan ve'kan asur, both in the Beit HaMikdash and uh, outside the Beit HaMikdash here, it's always asur. Tanura banan. We learned in the Braita, Retiya shepesha me'agabe makam hazirim Shabbat. If a dressing fell off a wound, a person is allowed to put another one on Shabbat. Idea is that a bandage falling off is not a usual thing, and hachamim were not caused in something that's not usual. If it slipped downwards, you could push it back upwards. If it goes upwards, you could push it back down. You're allowed to uh, you know, open it up a little bit, wipe the surface of uh, where the wound is. And then you could do the you know the other side of it, uh, open it up a little bit, clean it, and then clean the other side of it. But the dressing itself, you can't clean. Why? Because you're smoothing. And if you're you smooth, you have hatat. Amar Yehuda, Mashmuel, Halacha Kerbi Yehuda, Halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda that you can't replace a dressing that fell off on Shabbat, a bandage. Amar Hasda, and the Brayta said uh, sometimes it's mutar to, to replace a bandage. Lo shenu ela shepeshal gabekili. That's only if it fell on the, an object, uh, something, a pillow, a mattress, something. Aval peshal gabekarakab. But once it fell on the ground, divrei akol asur yinalat put it back on. That's already like uh, putting on a new bandage, and that's asur. Amar moor baravashe havakayim nakame aba. I was there in front of my father avashe. It fell on the pillow and he put it back on. Amen. I told him, Don't you hold what Rav Hasda said that if it fell down on a keli, an object, then it's a mutar. Then it's a mutar. Okay, maybe you can be mutar. But if it fell on the floor, it's asur. I don't hold, I don't, uh, I never heard it. Meaning, I don't hold of it. Meaning, Rav Asha held that the Mahloket is only when it fell on the floor, and there Rav Yehuda was Oser. However, if it fell on a Kalian object, uh, even Rav Yehuda would say it's mutat to put it back on, because it's as if it's like it slipped off or something like that. Okay, the next Mishnah, Koshrin Nima Bamikdash. If a string of a violin fell off, it snapped in the Beit HaMikdash, you're allowed to tie it back on. But not outside the Beit HaMikdash area. And if you want to put on a string on your violin on Shabbat, even the Beit HaMikdash, it's Asur, the Av Melacha would be Kosher. Now the Gemara asks, but we have a Brayta, Nimat Kinor Shenifseka, 
a string that uh, broke in the Beit Hamikdash from, let's say, a violin. Don't tie it. Uh, you, you like you tie it with a bow, meaning you do it a little bit different. This goes against our Mishnah. Mishnah says you could tie it regular. So my answer is Lakashya. Harabanan Ezer. Which Rabbanan? Which Rabbi Ezer? The Rabbi Ezer de Amar, Rabbi Ezer that said, Machshire Mitzvah Dochin Tashabat. You're allowed to do, uh, you're allowed to do melachot that prepare you to do a mitzvah on Shabbat. Like, uh, you're allowed to, uh, you know, bring a knife on Shabbat to do a Brit Milah. That's the famous Rabbi Ezer. Machshire Mitzvah, they push away the Shabbat. So he allows you to to, to tie the, the violin string if it broke on Shabbat. And according to the rabbis who say, no, mitzvot that prepare you to do mitzvah, do not push away Shabbat. According to them, in the Beit HaMikdash area, onva. Now the Gemara says, wait a second, how could that be irribili ezer? If it's ribili ezer, who says, machshire mitzvah dochin, Right, it's a Shabbat that's something that prepares you to do mitzvah. You let it pushes away the Shabbat. Then afilu lechatchilanami. Then even if you have no string and you want to add a fourth string to the violin to perfect it, then even lechatchila you let it put it on Shabbat. Not only when it broke, even lechatchila. So Gemara says no, something else. Ela lakasha har biyuda veharabanan. It's a machloket of biyuda and rabanan. Biyuda. Obviously, uh, who we talked about up until now, all the Mishnayot, he obviously holds that tying uh, the even regular knots and bows, whatever it may be, is uh, is only the Rabbanan. Therefore, you're allowed to do it in the Beit Hamikdash area, and the Rabbanan hold that only regular knots are the Oraita, and the bows are the Rabbanan. Therefore, in the Beit Hamikdash, you're allowed to make bows, not regular knots. And although we're in the middle of a sugya, we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.